0: Hello and welcome to The Voice of the Arts with your host, Joe Weber. We're going to do something a little different today. We're going to rebroadcast a podcast done back during the early stages of the pandemic. I believe this was the 15th podcast that I had done. And there's a lot of good material on it that I wanted our new listeners to get a chance to hear. Hello and welcome to podcast number 15 here on The Voice of the Arts with your host, yours truly, Joe Weber. One of our favorite humorous men of letters at my old radio station, 1690 AM in Atlanta, is a young man named Simon Rich. He's the son of Frank Rich, who had been one of the opinion writers on the editorial page of the New York Times for many years. Many of the humor pieces Simon Rich wrote were done when he was an undergraduate at Harvard. The following piece, performed here by the 1690 players, envisions a heart-to-heart talk between God and one of his prophets who is disheartened by mankind's failure to heed his warnings.
1: A Conversation Between God and the Man in a Football Helmet and a Speedo Who's Always Shouting Things Next to the Stop and Shop by Simon Rich How
0: would it go today? Win any followers? I'm afraid not, God. I'm sorry. You told them the news, right? That the world's ending in four days? Yes. And you made the sign like I told you with all the information about the apocalypse? Of course. Did you try that thing I came up with where you start swinging your arms around really fast while saying the end is coming, the end is coming? Yes. Still no one listen, huh? I can't believe it. How can I prepare mankind for the apocalypse if they ignore the words of my prophet? I actually had a thought today, God. I was thinking
2: maybe if I wore something a little more socially acceptable.
0: I have a strict dress code for my prophets. Helmet Speedo. I know,
2: and I don't mean to second-guess you. I, I just think people would respond better if I wore a suit.
0: Did you do the thing where you start hitting your helmet with both fists to get people's attention, and then when they finally look at you, you start screaming and pointing at the sign? Yes, a lot. Then I guess we have no choice. Construct a gown out of aluminum foil and gird yourself with it. Again? Do as I say. I really don't think that's going to work. Of course it will. Think about it. If you saw a guy dressed
2: entirely in foil, would you ignore him? Listen, God, I'm honored that you chose me to be your prophet, and it's been a really exciting 35 years. Don't get me wrong, but I'm starting to think that maybe you should ask someone else to deliver your message, like a senator, maybe, or a minister? Impossible. You are the prophet I have chosen. Well, maybe I should at least leave this stop and shop. The manager keeps sending out someone with a broom to chase me off. It's, it's pretty humiliating. Yes, I
0: saw that. That was, that was pretty bad.
2: Well, did you see it when all the foil fell off while I was running away so that I was completely naked except for the helmet?
0: Yeah, that probably set us back a little. Maybe you should move to the side of the highway. I think we'll have more luck there. Okay. And I want you to make your sign bigger. Sure. And one more thing. What? Keep your head up.
2: Thanks, God.
3: Where shall I go? Lord, where shall I go? I don't you run, run. to the mountain. That the thunder the and Don't you run. Unto to the valley. The light. Oh, my brothers, Don't you run. Run to the rock. Because of that rock Great will call be almighty bald. Don't run. you don't run to
0: the hills High the trees not my be brother Don't you run, run. run
3: to the water Because of that water Will it be falling Tell me where shall I be My Lord I'm gonna be down On my knees My Lord Over in my Lord's house Lord. Lord, don't you run! Run to the mountain, the thunder, Lord, the almighty, thunder. Don't you run! Run to the valley, the lightning will my brother Don't you run! Run to the rock, across that rock King. will be rolling. Hey, don't you run! Run to the hillside, the trees will Lord, be bending. Don't you run. run! Run to the water, across that water will be falling. Tell me where shall I be? Will. My Lord, I'm gonna be down on my knees. Lord, my Lord, I'll win. My Lord, sound his trumpet, Lord. Will it fall? The horses riding side by side Swing down the chariot, Lord, stop and let me ride My God Almighty said that he's coming back again It's one thing, sure, he never did say when Well, now, when I get to heaven, we'll sing and shout Won't be nobody there to turn me out Well, I'll talk to the Father and chat with the Son i tell him about the world that I just come from Now, tell me, where, where shall I, I be when be down on my knees, oh, my Lord. Lord, when my Lord sound His trumpet long. Well. We read in God's Bible, we sure understand. My God made Adam, boy, that very first man. They tell me, brother Adam had now two little sons. but well, one went right, the other went wrong. One was named Abel, the other named Cain. Good God, the devil started jumping and through the sinful land. And Cain slew his brother and buried him in the ground. Jehovah God was looking and that deed was found. You don't believe, you reap what you said so we'll open up the bible we read a little more in matthew's gospel well the good book do tell a soul went leaping and jumping down in hell now tell me where, where shall i be my lord, lord i'm gonna be I'm on my where knees going lord, lord when my love's time is drum below
0: I don't know if there is a finer spiritual than that one performed by the trumpeteers. I do know this. It's got a rival, Ralph Stanley and company with When I Wake Up to Sleep No More.
4: Mm. What a glad thought, some wonderful morning, just to hear Gabriel's trumpet sound when I wake up. Blessed
5: Redeemer,
4: with a glad shout I will leave the ground, ground when I wake up when I to sleep no more I up, morning, to sleep no more when I wake up some glad morning to sleep no more jewels adorned over in glory in a beautiful shoes telling a story with the redeemed of all the ages, praising the one who I adore when I Troubles and trials, bound for the city, city up, on up on high when I
0: don't have to be deeply religious to be touched by the clarion call of the voice of the late Ralph Stanley, who went to his maker just a few years back in 2016. I had the privilege of seeing him perform in his late 80s back in Atlanta. He was having trouble remembering lyrics, but the voice was still there. We're going to continue to bounce back and forth between the sacred and the secular as we hear again from the pen of Simon Rich. The following short humor piece is called Oral Hershiser." It was written by Simon Rich and published in a collection called Ant Farm by Random House in 2007. I'd like
2: to thank God for this victory. I couldn't have done it without him. Oral Hershiser, Los Angeles Dodgers. God, can I talk to you for a second? I'm watching the game. I know. I'm sorry for interrupting. I just wanted to tell you. There's been a flood in Asia.
0: 400,000 people have lost their homes. Listen, I, I don't think you understand. Oral Hershiser's on the mound. If he wins this game, he'll improve his record to 13-3. That's 10 games over 500. I know. I'm
2: sorry. It's just, if we don't act in the next 30 minutes, thousands of people might drown. Slide, Martinez. Slide, damn it. I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. What were you saying? If we don't stop the rain soon... Thousands will die. They've been praying all night. I really think you should answer them. It looks like I'm gonna have to intervene. Really? Oh, that's great news. Oral Horsheiser winds up. Strike three. Wow, that fastball came out of nowhere. Booyah! That's what I'm talking about. When you said you were going to intervene, were, were you talking about the baseball game or the flood? What flood? There's been a flood in Asia. Thousands of people. Damn! Hold on a second, I need to concentrate. Mike Piazza pounds Hershiser's curveball into right field. He's rounding second. He should get to third base easily. Oh no! He's down! His legs have just buckled underneath him. He's screaming now. Wow! He seems to be in a lot of pain. Here comes the tag. He's out! Looks like the Dodgers are winners, although I'm sure they didn't want to win like this. Okay, the game's over. Can we please talk about the flood now?
0: In a second, I want to hear the post-game interview. I'd like to thank God for this victory. I couldn't have done it without him. Hey, did you hear that? Did you hear what he just said? Yes, I heard. Man, I love that
2: Hirschheiser guy. Can we talk about the flood now? In a minute. NASCAR's on. i got to make
0: sure Greg Biffle wins. Do you really have to watch NASCAR? Yes. I don't think you get it. There are people out there who are counting on me. Jeff Buckley singing Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah song referencing the Hebrew Bible story of King David and Bathsheba. And how the former not only slept with her while her husband Uriah the Hittite was off defending David's kingdom, but then had him sent to the very front line of battle where his support was withdrawn and he was killed. King David then took Bathsheba as one of his several wives. David's action was displeasing to the Lord, who sent the prophet Natan to reprove the king. After relating the parable of the rich man who took away the one little ewe lamb of his poor neighbor and exciting the king's anger against the unrighteous act, the prophet applied the case directly to David's action with regard to Bathsheba. The king at once confessed his sin and expressed sincere repentance— Bathsheba's first child by David was struck with a severe illness and died unnamed a few days after birth, which the king accepted as his punishment. Well, we started Podcast 15 with Simon Rich, and now we're going to abandon the sacred and go back to the profane with more of Simon Rich's sense of humor. Wishes, a story written by Simon Rich, included in his collection, The Last Girlfriend on Earth. Wishes. Clare was walking up the stairs to her apartment when she smelled smoke. She coughed a few times and anxiously quickened her pace. By the time she made it up to her floor, her eyes were burning. The hallway was clogged with purplish fog. She knocked on her door in a panic. Gabe! Her boyfriend didn't respond. Claire rummaged through her purse, found her key, and swung the door open. Through the haze, she could make out Gabe's scrawny shape. He was sitting on the couch, holding a strange bronze vessel in his hand. Honey, he called out, wow, you're home early. Why is it so smoky in here, she asked. What's that thing you're holding? Gabe hesitated. It's a genie lamp. What? I'm serious, he said. Look, I'll show you. He rubbed the lamp and smoke poured out of its spout. Claire watched as the purple plumes cohered into a giant muscled creature. He had a bright red turban, golden chains, and a long black beard. "'State your wish,' the genie roared in a booming baritone, "'and the great Mumbafa shall grant it.'" "'Oh, my God,' Claire said, sitting down beside her boyfriend. "'Where'd you get this thing?' "'Ebay' Gay said. "'I thought it was just a regular lamp, but then this genie popped out. "'This is amazing. "'I know, right. "'We have two wishes, and we can use them on whatever we want— "'world peace, a cure for cancer.'" Wait a second. Hold on, Claire said. Two wishes? Don't genies give you three? I think it's usually two, Gabe said. Really? Yeah, Gabe said. I'm pretty sure it's two. A faucet turned on suddenly in the bathroom. What's that, Claire asked. Is someone else here? Yeah, Gabe said. I forgot to tell you. Uh, Marissa Tomei is here. Who? Marissa Tomei. What's she doing here? Her car broke down outside her building, so I had her come inside to call AAA because her phone was broken too, so she needed a phone. So I said, hey, we've got a phone. Use our phone. Claire turned toward the genie. How many wishes did you grant him? The genie averted his eyes. Great Mumbafa, stay out of this, he said. He tried to funnel back into the lamp, but Claire rubbed the surface, forcing him out again. I wish for you to tell me, she said. You will be down to just one wish. I don't care. The genie sighed. Okay, he said. The number of wishes he originally had was 50. 50? She stared at Gabe with contempt. You used 48 wishes already? Jesus Christ, they were all sex wishes, weren't they? Gabe looked down at the carpet. What did he wish for? Claire asked the genie. Great Mumbafa don't want to go into it. I wish for you to tell me. You'll be out of wishes. I don't care. The genie sighed again. Well, it was all sex things, obviously. All with Tomei? The first few were Tomei, but he got bored with that. By the end, he was pretty all over the place. I can't believe this, Claire shouted. Her eyes welled up with angry tears. Gabe tried to put his hand on her shoulder, but she violently shook him off. A minute passed in silence. Eventually, the genie cleared his throat. Can Great Mumbafa say something? Neither Claire nor Gabe responded. The genie decided to keep going. Great Mumbafa see this all the time, he said. A woman finds her boyfriend's genie, checks his wish history, and flips out. But trust me, your boyfriend is not a freak or anything. This is just what guys do. Claire rolled her eyes. I am serious, the genie said. Why do you think there is no world peace? Because no man ever wishes for it. All of them have the option. Sometimes great Mumbafa even say, how about world peace? You can use one of your many wishes on world peace. But no man ever takes me up on it. It is always Helen of Troy or Nefertiti or for a brief period in the 90s, Tia Leone. Claire looked up at the genie. Her cheeks damp with tears. "Really, really," the genie said. Gabe turned toward his girlfriend. "I'm really sorry," he said. "I'm so embarrassed." Claire sighed. "Just get Marissa Tomei out of here." Gabe marched obediently into the kitchen, grabbed Marissa Tomei by the elbow, and ushered her out the door. Claire couldn't help marveling at the actress's beauty. How does she look so good, she asked. Isn't she like in her late forties? The genie nodded. Even great Mombafa impressed.
7: The fiddle, something so sublime. All the women tear their blouses off, and the men they dance on the polka dots, and his partner found, and his partner lost, and it's hell to pay when the fiddler stops. It's closing time.
5: yeah the women tear their
7: blouses off, and the men they dance on the polka dots, and his partner found, and his partner lost. It's hell to pay when the fiddler starts. It's closing time. To we're lonely, we're romantic, and sad at with acid. And the Holy Spirit's crying, Where's the beef? And the moon is swimming naked, and the summer. Relief, so we struggle and we stagger down the snakes and up the ladder to the tower where the blessed hours chime And I swear it happened, it happened just like this a sigh, a cry, a hungry kiss. The gates of love they buzzing in. I can't say much has happened it. since the closing time,
5: time,
7: time, time. I swear it happened. Just like there's a side cry A hungry kiss, kiss from the gates of love They budge and the I can't say much has happened since Can't say much has happened since Can't say much has happens oh, since But close in time Close, in, close
5: in, time.
7: in time I loved you for your beauty There's a voice that sounds like God to me, declaring Declaring
5: Declaring,
7: declaring, declaring, declaring that your body's really you really, 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 really. I loved you when our love was blessed And I love you now, there's nothing left but sorrow And a sense of over And i missed and you since the place God got wrecked And I just don't, don't care what happens next happens. Looks like freedom, but it feels like death It's something in between I guess it's closing time
5: time, Yeah, I'm missing
7: since our place got wrecked By the winds of change and the weeds of sex And it looks like freedom, but it feels like death It's something in between I guess. A hundred, but she's wearing something tight. And I lift my glass to the awful truth, which can't reveal to the ears of youth, except to say it isn't worth a damn. And the whole damn place goes crazy twice, and it's once for the devil and it's once for Christ. But the boss don't like these dizzy heights, we're busted in the blinded lights of closing time. Old damn face goes crazy twice And it's once for the devil and it's once for Christ But the boss don't like these dizzy heights We're busted in the blinding light Busted in the blinding light Busted in the blinding light light. of clothes This his partner fell, and his partner lost, and it's held to pay when the fiddler stops, it's closing <laughs> time, and I swear it happened just, just like this A sign
0: Leonard Cohn is such a masterful lyricist. I love one of the last verses. Yeah, we're drinking and we're dancing, but there's nothing really happening. And the place is dead as heaven on a Saturday night. And my very close companion gets me fumbling, gets me laughing. She's a hundred, but she's wearing something tight. Let's listen to another songwriter who has that power with words to make a story come to life. Chuck Berry and Nadine.
1: As I got on a city bus and found a vacant seat. I thought I saw my future bride walking up the street. I shouted to the driver, hey, conductor, you must slow down. I think I see her, please let me off. You'll come please
0: That's going to do it for me today. Thanks for keeping me company here on podcast number 15. Joe Weber saying so long here from the voice of the arts.